Good evening. We are still on set number 12, on page 12, the same set we were on last night. And we left off at a pretty critical time, but I say that whenever we end this year. But we're in the middle of this chinuch. The chinuch was talking about seret lenefesh, the iser of the chukasayim category, but besides chukasayim, not to copy what the Gaim were doing, and even the Gaim stopped doing it, not to wound oneself and sign of grief, even if you think it's covered for the mace, the separate iser derasa. And they all cease to cut themselves for Avodazar, part of their antics, and that uh, was their minig dafka bakli on a mace, their minig was bakli or bayad. And that's important when we get back to Rabbi Kiva now. And the Chinuch says, based on the Marmachus, that if a person cuts themselves, wounds themselves, causes themselves to bleed, chagel themselves for any type of grief that's not on a mace or part of an Avodazara right, R-A-T-E. It's not an Issa Dereis. The Gemara in Makis is Medayik Daf Nepasek. An example given is uh, Rahman Islam, a tremendous financial loss, and he's very distraught. The market crashed, his house fell in, the ship sank, whatever the case may be. Uh, ships in the old days weren't insured, by the way. In case you're wondering, what's the big deal? Uh, there are some people who try to sink ships. Uh, it's not a good idea. It's not legal either. And if a person would do it on a high-ticket item. Even today, people, I'm involved in the sometimes, people think, yeah, the guy's a short anyway, what's the big deal? You know, go collect on the World Trade Center. It's not so, not so posh. So the olden days, just picture, they didn't have any insurance. It wasn't Havamina. And his whole fortune was at sea, was floating. And all of a sudden, it was lost. It happened to the Ramam's brother. After the Ramam always asked him not to go, it was dangerous to travel, extremely dangerous. And he did it, he supported the Ramam for many years, and one day, unfortunately, he was lost at sea with all his belongings. His entire um, the shipment was was the treasures that he had that he was trying to sell, and it wasn't that easy to di- diversify. So, I- I'm explaining all that because you'd wonder who would cut themselves. They lost some money. The answer is Achmanasan Leilenu should never even hear about such a thing when it's a sudden, drastic loss. Which in the times of Chazal, up until very recently. It's hard to diversify, and they weren't so wealthy in the first place, and and it happens even today, 1929, and other times there were many people who Leilena were ruined. So the sudden grief that overtakes a person, so it could be a, a reaction, he's not doing it as a a right, R-I-T-E, keep spelling it out because I don't want to confuse everybody, and he's not doing it because he belongs to a cause, he's doing it because he's really distraught. So the exact cause happens to be that it's not this is a Teresa of Sarah Lenefesh, the Zong Lenefesh. It's still, the Chino says, Davar Machur, Davar Mos, you're taking Tzalem Malakim, you're taking your body, you're cutting it. Shaila Batashkis, the next Sugya, and he says the word Osir. So that's what we left off last night. What's the Yisr? So there are two possibilities, maybe both. Either an Yisr Drabanon, the Yisr Teresa is Sarah Lenefesh on a mace. Or for Avodazar, and this Durabanon, not to do it for any grief. And you can obviously understand very well why they make it as Durabanon. That's one possibility, which we'll see in a minute in the Minchas Chinuch. And the other possibility is Yisra Dereisa Chavala, which, unlike tattooing, where I have more of a tzad l'hakal, even though over there it's not so sure, you're not doing a ticket on the goof, you're hurting yourself. And 
the Ashrayim do say that it would be a problem of Chavala, we just happen to be discussing uh, Srita Sarat Lanafis. So take a look on, again on page 12. Take a look at the Chinuch. Again, we'll just read the four lines we're going to focus on. It's one, two, three, four, five, six lines on the top. The middle line, Avala Mezgeidet, Beloi, Taina, Mesaikas. Very angry is the bad mood. And we would understand it, but and Chinuch is going to say it's still lesser. Albeisa Shanafos, Finasa Shatava, ship sank, house fell in. Afapi, Shehu, Dover, Nimas, Beyesa, Mechur, Vaaser, Ein, Chiv, Laval, Zev, Islamakas. It's not what the Pasuk is talking about. Take a look at the Michas Chinuch in Ais Gimel, the bottom right hand corner. Hine, Zemavur, Begamar, Machas, Chafa, Abeis, Quote the Pasuk, Yachal, Afil, Asarat, Albeisa, Shanafal, Bechul, Tamalama, Lenefesh, and Achayev, El Alamez, Bavad, besides the separate Pasuk for the Avadazara customs. Chenkatsa Rambam, Khan Alocha Tezayan, and the Rambam's Lashani is very important because, it's always important, but the Diak is going to be a little difficult to figure out. Hasarit Albeisoy Potter, the Rambam says. Anything besides for the Mace, Enaloka El Alamez Bavad. So Lashan, Enaloka El Alamez Bavad, what would you say? So, the quick take would be, ain't a like El Amez Bovab, it's still an Iser. When we get to Baltashkis, there's a big, big tumult in the Rambam. The Rambam brings down trees, because that's the Pusik, as we will see when we give out the Marmachemis for that, the Aftashvus. And then the Rambam says, if you destroy anything in a wanton way without a good reason, it's also a problem, but ain't lurking. Ain't lurking means it's the race of the Dalmachus. It's not a fair shapasik or it's draw bottom. So wherever the Ram used that lotion, it's going to be a machlekes. And here, it's also machlekes. Here, the sheet is varied between this is draw bottom and mutter. We'll see in a moment. Which from Mesach Shabbos is used all the time. The lotion potter and a mucho to kvarkasafti bechiber zed. Mechaschinach says. There are many of who like this, and some disagree. The same the clause Eina Ela B'Shabbes. That Potter only means Potter of Alasa, meaning this Barabana only in Hilchas Shabbos. It does not necessarily mean it anywhere else, and therefore it can mean Potter Mutter. It does mean Potter Mutter, and therefore he suggests maybe the Ramam here means if it's not on a mace or for a Vodar, it's Mutter. Now our problem is going to be well, it's Mutter, but he's wounding himself. So we're just talking about the Isser Sarah Lanafish. Maybe this is a separate Isser Dorei. So he's focusing on this Isser. Beisayev Sham. Meaning aside from the holds just that in the Rambam that Potter doesn't mean Potter Velasser, it means Potter Mutter. The Kasa of Damashmakain, the says it's Mashmal Lush of the Rambam, the Mechasina says, I'm not sure which word was Mashmal like that. The Shaila is, is Potter mean Potter Velasser in Kaltar Kula or just in Hochashabis? So, Nechazin is not sure what's the mashmoz that the Beis Yisif saw. And it may have been a mashmoz, Asher, Kimdul, Asa, Tere, Lonetzin, Yisirah, just saying that we don't see in any Gemara or any Rishayim that there should be in his Dorabon, at least in, in Gemara and Shabbos, this is Beferish, that it's in his Dorabon. And then whenever it says Pata Velasa, it's alluding to that same Yisoyed. Shokhanach, Mevir, Amasham, Sevav, Divrei, Beis Yisif, the Shari, this Mutal, Gamrei. And again, it's very noteworthy, this we're building up to over here. The Ramah quotes the Beis Yisif that if a person is destroyed for a financial loss or whatever he's unhappy about, it's potter umutter and doesn't make comment that, by the way, is as separate as the race of Chavala. Why not? Well, we always have two possibilities, either because we're not talking about Chavala over here and the Ramah can't chazra over all the Shulchan Aruch every time you mention a din. That's a very important thing to keep in mind. 
or he holds there's no Sir Chaval over here because Lamaisi he was doing it for a reason. What would the reason be? Well, we know he's in grief, and Ramesha mentioned last night, which is sounds like a chiddush. Ramesha says that's that's the Mahalach in the sugya that if you're doing it and you calm down afterwards, and you made yourself feel better, then maybe that's not derech nitzayin. That's his trat and Rabbi Kiva, which we're going to bring up in a moment again. That's a big nafkamina, which terrace you pick. It's pretty central to the sugya. You have a right to literally, figuratively beat yourself up if you know that it's going to feel better after you get rid of the bruise. <laughs> it's going to feel better immediately and the bruise will go away, however you want to say it. Is that derech nitzayin? It's interesting because Amesha is the one who is medayik the derech nitzayin and uses it as a cooler for plastic surgery, but there you have the backdrop of Rosh Hashanah as far as we mentioned, that it's a tikkun, that's a matikun, that you can understand more. Here he's hurting himself. Amesha suggests that if it was for good cause and the person is not emotionally unhealthy, be'etzem, like Rabbi Kiva's example, and he feels better afterwards, is right from the Gemara Shabbos, Kareh B'chamosoi, which is an Israel, he shouldn't be so angry. But the Mice, if he calms down afterwards, after he rips something to shreds, then the Gemara says that's considered a tikkun, not a kilkul. But Mice has a right from the Gemara, but that doesn't mean it's mutter over there, it's also because he doesn't get so angry. So it's tricky over here. This is a pretty important svara that hangs in balance over here, and Nechaz himself is going to bring it up with the mice with Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lezer. So, again, the Ramah quotes it without comment. He just says, Potter means Potter. Mutter doesn't talk about the Chavala issue, either because he holds there isn't one, or he's not going to explain Hechaz Chavala. It's when you have a sheer Balpeh, as all of you who are listening are used to me doing quite often, I like to put layers of Chazar. We don't have a chance to Chazar on Sukkis 101 times. So we usually have a little recap at the beginning of the year, maybe the end of the sugya, that's twice, three times. I try always later to weave in different facts very quickly. It's part of the chazar, but it's also part of the disclaimer that you try when you're saying a din and you're focusing on this din, you say, well, that's mutter, but I didn't get to the five reasons why it's also in five other areas of shacharar. But it's a little hard to do that when you're writing a chibur like Ramah, each time to say, however, look in that seven, that seven, that seven, that seven, you're not home free. So sometimes it's done, and sometimes it's not. And the shayla is, it's a little hard to figure out when the Ramah expects us to learn the rest of Shachanar and is not commenting on it or not. So that's, uh, that's tricky. So let's go back here. Four lines to the bottom, first line is Tehra, Lamitzin, Yisur, Shachanar, Mevi, Ramah, Shem, Sivov. And the Ramah just quotes from Esayasif, Divri, Esayasif, Tashari, that Pater means Pater, Mutter. Tzarachim, and Mechaz wants to know why didn't he doesn't understand the basis is diak. He doesn't think it's Mochach and the Rama means Potter Mutter. And his next kash is very interesting. He writes this whole chibah the Mechaz on the Chinuch. Chinuch is a Rishon. It's the raw. He says he doesn't understand the only one Rishon that says Beferish. It's also it's not quoted. Not in Bezet, not in Shulchanar. So he can ask now why. He says, if, if we're not sure what the other Rishonim held, then quote the one Rishon who has an opinion. That's the yes, he says it's Osir. That Bible doesn't mean it's the Dreisim, it's at least Osir. Right? It's, it's clear. It's, we just read it. Yisr, Yesh, Rak, En Chiyavalav, Alzeh. En Chiyavalav means there's no Lav, there's no Dreisim, there's no Malkus, probably the former, not the latter. Rav, Machabra, Yemagdeli, Rishainim. So they do quote the Bach who holds its author, and at least in a Sidra Bonham, but they don't quote the Bach as an Achron. They don't quote the Ra, the only Rishon that says Beferish. 
if you're all sitting down for the next uh, three words, this is what's like, so exciting about these cities. You can learn a lot of Musa along the way, historical context of the Musa. He says, the Shach quotes the Bach that says it's the least awesome of which is the way he's going to pass him. And apparently he had a Shach because he had a Shochan Aruch. Well, of course he had a Shochan Aruch, you'll say. The next three words, Ve'en ha-Bach biyadi. I don't have a Bach. That's <laughs> the modern context. We're sitting in a room here with about 800 sperm. Uh, he didn't have a Bach. This is the Michus Chinuch from the Deli Achorinim, and Nastam in Lumdis and in Raid, and in, <laughs> he's got, he quotes everybody. He didn't have a Bach. But that was standard. He didn't have a tour. When did he, he saw the Bach in the Shach. He probably saw the Bach earlier. He didn't, doesn't have to double check the reference, but he's saying it because you always like to look everything up. And even Shach is quoting it to see the context. He says, I don't have it, which means he didn't have to look it up the day before when he had to walk to a neighbor or three villages down to get one. Talking about you can have 20 villages together and put together sometimes a quarter of a shas. That was standard till uh, 60 years ago. RG years ago. Go back further, then they had less. It just, it, we don't realize, I, I say that because uh, if you're still sitting at home in the middle of COVID, we don't realize it's not pleasant. There were many obstacles. Uh, Lamaisa didn't have phones to talk to Harusas and didn't have farm and didn't have food. Uh, nobody here is uh, hungry. Uh, most people are sitting with a lot of sperm and, um, and they're talking on the phone or Zooming, whatever they're doing. And uh, it's never been easy. Okay, sperm, Adrega, we need that. But it, the Mechazchina didn't have a Bach, <laughs> didn't have a tour, didn't have a set of tour. It just, Reminds me of the, the Maisa with the, the Ketzais, also uh, more Pelotic. The Ketzais was so poor, he lived in Europe, uh, Poland, somewhere around there, and it was freezing like nine months a year. You think New York gets cold. It's a lot colder there. And he lived in his hovel. He didn't have heat. Not the heat was broken. He ran out of logs one day. He didn't have heat all winter. Now that sounds very dangerous, and it could be. He stayed under the covers most of the winter whenever he was home, and he learned under the covers. And the famous Maisi, he was once writing his Kiddush, the Ketzaises, the Ketzaises, I don't think anybody here the Ketzaises. Uh, and his middle of writing, his ink froze. He couldn't continue. He makes a note that he's going to, you know, just leaving off, uh, waiting for it to thaw out. Can you imagine learning under those conditions, let alone writing a Ketzais? If you write the Ketzais, you have to understand what the Ketzais is saying. Say the Mechasin doesn't have a Bach and the Ketzais doesn't have ink because the ink's not running because it's uh, it's uh, 26 degrees. Just just next time we're a little uncomfortable and there's no ice cream in the freezer, just, you know, we can continue learning anyway. It's just a tremendous uh, Musar. I think it's tremendous Chizik. So with that, we couldn't resist uh, noting that. Look at the top line, the next column. Kim the Das Harav Machaber. That's the Chinuch again. The Aser. There's another reason in the comments that it's mutter. We're just bu- making bukum for the Rambam. I'm not sure what the Rambam holds. So now he gets back to Rabbi Kiva. If it's Aser, Hech Aser Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva was so distraught. He was bleeding at the Levi Rabbi Lezer. And afterwards, during the, uh, during the Shiva, so to speak, person who's very close to somebody, the, the meaning is not to today, but can actually volunteer such a matzah. But it was at Levaya, and um, we know from what we said yesterday, Rabbi Lezer actually had Musa for not taking more of his Torah, and he took a lot of it. Nehi de la havi elam. 
Allah Tyrus. The Tyrus asks, why is this an Isra Sarah? But Afish says, no, he wasn't doing it on the Mace, he was doing it on the Tyrus that he was missing. Kamakam, Israyesh. But even if it's not on Tyrus, it's like the house fell in, the ship sank. He's still doing it out of grief, so it's still at least an Isra Bonham. Tarek Leimar, the Dasa Machaber, the Aldavra Meil Mazay Yesh Isra. It must be that Tysus holds and Abur hold that if it's Kashmias and Yana Ilamazah, then there's a least in the Drabanan. Don't be so distraught. There's a Kashbarcha running the world, and there's a Munabitach, and get a hold of yourself. Aval Allah Taira Shari, which is also tremendous, tremendous. These are major, major Ashkafa themes. If you're gonna get upset and there's grief about something, and the grief is somewhat uh, uncontrollable for the time, it should be on Taira Mitzvah. For a nifter, it's also covered on mace, but that has a shear. The, the kriya, shiva, shleishim, and the things he can't do. Here, Taisa says, Allah Taira, we understand it. And some ruchnius. After the beisayisev lachila bazar, it could be the beisayisev held that on any other grief, it's mutla gamre. He learned it from Rabbi Kiva. Al kain pesik the shari, he might said to Rabbi Kiva, and he didn't hold the lachilik between ruchnius and gashv. He just held it's right from here that it's mutter. That they didn't make it as Durabon. The Mechasina says, one has to be careful not to get too upset anyway and not to hurt themselves because it's at least in Isra Durabonim. Does not touch upon at all in this whole piece the Isra Chavala. He's talking about the Isra, if there's an Isra Durabonim, Serat Lenefesh, or perhaps at the rights without Malchus. And you look at the footnote in Zion, he quotes the Chacham Tzvi says that the other problem is the Yisr Chavalu. See, at the very bottom, Chacham Tzvi, Shutan HaSafaz, Kasa Sha'asam Mishum Chayvah Ba'atzma, the Yisr Zemidareis, and he paskins to Chidushim. Here, number one is that even if there's only an Yisr or there's no Yisr like the Beis on cutting yourself or any other tragedy, Le'olainu, there's still an Yisr Chavala, and the Yisr Chavala is Midareisa. Whether it's from Elazar Kapra, from Nazar and Yayin, whether it's Le'yesef and Yesef, whatever the Makar is, or Baltashchis, we have still many options we'll get to, but it's since the Raisa and the Rashba and the Chuva says it's in the Raisa. So, Allah Lamaisa, it wouldn't be mutter in any situation. Rabbi Kiva was the exception for whatever chilik you understand, like Tesis, it was, it was Ruchnius versus Gashmius, or like the um, possible answer we saw from the Yachonair, Ramaisha didn't go with that answer, that he didn't really realize it and it wasn't a Bissacratia, and then it was too late and it happened already, even though it was Kavan. Or it's for cover of the mace. Ramesha held it's not a cover of the mace. It's Oster, and it can't be he did notice it after a while. Ramesha's, which I think is the most interesting shit this year, is that it's not that any signs. He felt better. Which, again, psychologically, if somebody is uh, harming themselves, um, the jury would, would very much still be out on whether they feel better even temporarily or not. And it asked them, they say, well, you're doing it. Um, they say they feel so frustrated. That's why we're doing it, and we're trying to make ourselves feel better. question is, does it? In that scenario, Leolainu or Ramesha is talking about Rakiva. That wasn't the general issue, obviously. No, it's, um, I really, you really got to say Leolainu over here because that's a terrible matzah that needs, uh, needs Yeshua. Okay, so now we get to something that sounds like it's a little more fun, which uh, you don't need the Barma comments yet. I just want to touch upon two examples. We'll have more. Two examples I've been warning you about. Uh, we brought this up in sheer. Um, Years back, I always speak about it before the summer. Once upon a time, already at the end of May, Limas Farm, kids were getting excited about camps and camps tri- camp trips. Unfortunately, now people are getting uh, very upset because they're not sure whether there will be, and if there will be, will there be trips? But 
hopefully there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. And one of the more uh, exciting trips, camps in New York, you know, Catskills, I'm sure, camps in other areas and out west and have it. A lot of adventures, a lot to do. And they have some pretty cutting edge um, activities. I use cutting edge, maybe that's a bad pun. Uh, so paintball is, in case anybody doesn't know what it is, paintball to me sounds actually like a lot of fun and very exciting. Never did it. I've had it described to me many times. First few times I was a bit incredulous and looked at them in disbelief, but I actually uh, found out that it's uh, pretty popular and there are tens of thousands of people, uh, most of them Akum, who are very involved and like it's a real passion. And that's, I'm saying that for a reason. I want to give the introduction because there are a number of issues here before we get to the Chaval issue. And anybody who's listening knows me already pretty well. I'm not a party pooper and I'm uh, very, very uh, supportive of uh, trips that camps take, except when they're uh, either too extreme in the extreme sports, which they normally don't like doing because camps are responsible, or it's paintball and the person who's scheduled it doesn't really know what the Shilas might be. So I'm not blaming anybody. And I will also tell you, it's, it might sound like too much of a cooler, but I'll tell you ahead of time, despite everything I'm going to say about it, I don't think you can categorically oser it. I think it's about as close as you can get to getting into a serious Shailu of Chavola. Everybody here now listening and those who listen later know that after spending two months in Chavola, it's a pretty serious sugya, and it's a Shailu and it's with some Heterim, but not that many, and the Heterim are Kavadabriyas and plastic surgery and giving blood and maybe and all sorts of uh, other things which are for direct benefit. Here, the people who like to play say it's a direct benefit, I'm having a good time, but there are many good ways to have a good time, and as Amisha says in the Shuva, Americans have this focus on having a good time. And he says that in Chuva, and it's not complimentary over there. But we're American, and you can have a good time. But Shailus, do you have to have a good time starting up with Shailus? So I, I believe there is a Tzad Lahokal, and I will mention what the Tzad is. But as you'll see, and I think you all know, you have enough information now that there are more Tzad in that it's a pretty dangerous thing to start up with in terms of a Shailus and the Dereza. And I'll explain. Before I get to the Chavola issue, um, there's a separate... Issa Dereza, which I think also Sugiv Chukasayim, which somehow keeps coming up. I don't think you can answer this al Chukasayim either, but hashkafically it comes pretty close. Paintball is a particularly Gaisha sport, as is tackle football, the real tackle football with the big guys, because, how do I say this in the politically correct way? Um, let me say it in a positive from the Yiddish side. Yidin don't grow up idolizing or being very into anything that might even schmeck of any violence. We actually try to stay away from it. Uh, we don't like getting physical. Exercise is fine and warranted, expected, and might be a chiv of neshmartem. But hitting people and shooting at people and duels and you guys probably weren't alive in the Middle Ages, but I remember when we used to see Knights in Shining Armor passed by. It was a way of life. The people would, who could afford it, unless they were doing back-breaking labor on the farm, like most serfs. But anybody, nobility, anybody who has some time, what they do with their time, they basically were having duels and stabbing each other and killing each other. That was a way of life. In the Roman Empire, and the, the, the Greeks, okay, they had a little intellectual exercise, Athens, and they had just sometimes a problem of fear, often a problem of fear. But most of the ancient world, 99% of the time, 
if you weren't working physically in the field and you had a chance to see the world and kill people, you did so. And if you were in ability, you just stayed home because seeing the world and fighting is dangerous and it's easier to just stay home and drink and shoot geese or whatever else they did. I did a little dueling also, uh, or try to laugh at the jokes of the court jesters or whatever else they did. Uh, pretty empty life. And then the people in the middle were soldiers, professional soldiers. You went to the army at whatever you went in, 18, this week's parasha says, that's going at 20, but okay. Whatever age they went in, anybody able-bodied went in, it was expected and you spent your whole life there until you either weren't alive anymore or injured or too old to fight anymore. And this became a big problem because if most of the able-bodied population goes into fight and they fight for 20, 30, 40 years and they survive and they come home, they're sort of expected to have the new deal that FDR offered. And in the Roman Empire, they had tens of thousands of people, which became hundreds of thousands of people probably. And they came home and the government had to support them and they just wanted more violence. So they sat in the streets of Rome. You got a pension sort of after you came home, if you came home alive, after spending your whole life fighting and conquering the world. And all they did was ask for more money, games, and games meant violence. Ever see any accounts of the Roman Empire? Just unbelievable. You had the senators, all hundred of them, <laughs> and then you had the emperor and some nobility, and then you had the masses of working hard, and the, all the guys were out the war, and then you had this growing, swelling population of people who just wanted to watch people kill each other all day because that's what they were used to. And therein lies the problem. The Pusik says, on a Mohammed's mitzvah, you're fighting to destroy an irony dachas that has to be gotten rid of quickly because it's poisoning Klai Yisrael. After you fight the war, bring down the city and win the war, you fought a Mohammed's mitzvah, what can go wrong? That's Yat Shmaya, you won. Kavaldi, you did a big mitzvah. Pase says, that you need, all the Farshim say, you need an extra dosage of Rachamim. Why an extra dosage of Rachamim? You just fought a war that was a chiv to fight. It's a Mohammed's mitzvah. You got rid of Rasham, but I've Rasham Rina. The answer is, you have to kill somebody. Russia, no Russia, better they, they, they would have done tshuva. They didn't. We warned them. No one's doing tshuva. We have to do it. Rare. But you have to kill someone. And after you kill someone, you're not the same. So. Terror promises, it's not going to affect you. That's a one-time thing. I have to affect you have extra dose of Rachman. You understand, these are psukim. These are makarios, there are no chumras here. So it's pretty clear. The Yiddish way of life for your midus, apitaira, is to stay away from violence like the plague. Not a great expression to use these days, but uh, stay away and unless it's absolutely necessary. I think this came up once this year. Yaakov, you had asked, didn't we have war games with Abner and Yoyev? I think you had asked me. The answer is yes. If you have a standing army, you've got to be in good form. You have uh, strategic war games. Maybe a lot of the guys who are playing this plan on going to the army of the Marines, but still unnecessary. There's plenty of training there, and the from Yidden certainly aren't planning it. And uh, if they are, that's a chad b'minai. The whole mahus of violence and tackling people and Boxing and matining uh, on the few from who are badly chuvin out. That's their part of it. And shooting at people and having matches with khakis, with teams, with strategies, hiding behind bushes and shooting and ambushing. That's what the game's all about. Somebody brought me a magazine. I will say it was the cleanest thing you've ever seen because all it was was about violence and bloodshed. Uh, there was no actual bloodshed in there. It was about war. <laughs> It's about how to get your enemy strategies and guns and different types of guns and khakis and all sorts of bullet sizes and paintball sizes. The answer is it's a soldier wannabe wonderland, if you'll call it that. That's totally against our hashkafas. It's not good for your midas to be shooting at people, even if everybody's smiling. I'll get to who's smiling later. 
depends who has a better gun and can run faster. But just understand the whole mohuist, and people say, no, we're just having a good time. Understand where this comes from. This, the whole culture is violent, and we don't want to have theme parks giving out real guns, people shooting at each other, because that's dangerous. So the government knows that they're not going to do that, they have shooting reins, but everybody stands back and you shoot the target, hopefully. And then you have the army, where if you need it, then you got to practice. And then you have this, which is as close as you can get without actually trying to hurt someone. I'll get back to soon whether trying to hurt someone is going to help us over here with the Daphne Tsayan, which is, now you can understand Ramesh's Hakir is going to come into full picture over here. So, background number one is Hashkafically, I don't think you can aster it legamri al because Jews would have an army, WML had an army, we need an army in Etisol Nebuch, even though. Uh, the debate, the jury's still out whether that was part of the original plan, but right now there are a lot of angry people surrounding us that don't like us. And uh, so basic established, the main thing is the learning and the davening. Somebody's got to stand there with a gun. Okay, let's call that without getting into that. But the etzem, we're not looking to do this. And the Pasuk is so concerned about how it affects your midas, even after you're doing it as a mitzvah rabba, you need extra rahman. So it's definitely not good for Yamidus. It's a Gaishazach. Is it absolute Chukosayim? Since we might have a concept of an army when necessary, you can't say it's absolute Chukosayim, but it's close. I'm trying to be makeup. I'm trying to say you can't say it's absolutely Yasser. That's the first problem, which we're not going to add to because that's already a, a good reason to stay home and play ping pong or a hard touch if you want to be a little bit more active. That's the first problem. The main problem, which we're going to get to, is what's the mitzvah on the chavala, and then, of course, what's the din. So I'll share with you because we're just in the introduction, and it's nine twenty-one already. So the first time I heard about this, I was a Robin Camp, one of the popular camps in the Catskills, and the guy told me we happened to say Derek Agav. He was probably sorry he did, and he probably got some chavolas afterwards in the bunk for even bringing it up, but. I try to cover him in the, uh, in the shear that ensued because um, the people really want to know, the director really wanted to know. And it happens to be, I found out that they were going the next day and I was giving a shame night seder. So I switched the subject to paintballing lahalacha and I didn't have time to give them the 38 hour version of our Chavala shear. I told them that I don't know much about it. Can you tell me about it? He had like a question and answer. And I said, well, what are you doing? So they said, well, they got these big guns that look like machine guns. And they have the ones for nine-year-olds that have the spring action where really nobody gets hurt. Paintball comes out, it could pop and get paint all over you, which is about Tashla Shaila. If you're ruining a good shirt, your mother probably won't be too happy. That's a Kibbutz of Aim Shaila. But the Baltashla is the next to We're going to focus on the Chavala. That's the gun for the nine-year-old. The serious paintball player will uh, ditch that gun very quickly when he's like 12 or 11 or as soon as his father let him have one. And then they go to very serious, like, guns that run on CO2 with quite a bang for its buck. <laughs> and the puns here will help. It's, uh, it's a real gun. They're just, instead of pu- putting in a BB, which is more dangerous than a paintball, paintball, uh, as we will describe, hits hard and bruises and splatters all over the place and ruins the shirt. But that you can bavarn by wearing a lot of cover-ups and getting a special khaki thing that, uh, and you can also be very good and try not to get hit and get out, but that's not always up to you. 
And it's a pretty serious gun. So they're describing to me that uh, they're teams and sometimes 10 on 10, 5 on 5, and, and there's a whole war scene and they got strategies and maps and generals and all sorts of things. And I said, so what's the thing? What's the rule? What's the, what are you getting to? What's the goal? He said, well, the rules are we got to like eliminate everybody else that's like shoot at them. And then whoever gets hit by paintball, the mile of a paintball is a spot as a little place you can't hide that you were hit. And there are people who have been caught quickly getting rid of their helmet that was hit that has yellow paint all over it and switching it. That can really get you on the bad list. So don't cheat. And they're telling me that this is what goes on because people want to win. And if you get hit, short version now, if you get hit at close enough range and you're not wearing layers and layers, uh, it is absolutely going to be you call it a wealth, call it a bruise. And we discussed it this night before, and it sounded like a little dangerous. But then the head counselor, the director of uh, the trip said, uh, we're going tomorrow morning. I said, okay, if you can't cancel tomorrow morning, we'll discuss it when you get back. I happened to be standing in the parking lot, as Providence would have it, when the buses pulled in at like 5 o'clock the next day. I happened to be standing there. I, nothing happens by accident. So I remember it was, it was right after uh, a shear and a buffer was walking me. And he said, oh, the guys are coming back from the paintball. There was already a hawk then because they knew they were going to have a second shear. So I'm standing there. The bus door opens. It looked like a Vietnam War refugee scene. Guys came off with bandages on their head. I kid you not. Uh, bandages over him, bandages over there. And uh, most of them were smiling. I guess the ones who suffered the most were not. Uh, and I went over to them, are you okay? He said, yeah, yeah, just a week or two, you won't see a thing. Not much welts, bruises. Uh, so uh, there was one serious injury, nobody died. Uh, they asked me if I gave a hex. I said, Khalilah, I don't give a hex. I'm in the middle of the shear. I'm trying to figure out the surgery myself because I don't know what the Matthias is. But for exhibit A, you guys are really helping out because um, there were guys limping. <laughs> I asked them, did you put in a show to show me how horrible it is? Said, no, this is regular. Look, 90% of the guys are, you know, walking just fine. So I found out subsequently that's not so unusual. Um, they're often, quite often, welts and bruises, limping less so. Baruch Hashem, fatalities, Leoleno, very uncommon, extremely uncommon. That's the good news. With that introduction, we'll um, take it up tomorrow night. We'll give a more vivid description and then get to the din. And meanwhile, guys, if you have an activity tonight for paintball and before Meyer, maybe wait till tomorrow night. Call to Shimmy, who's that? Uh, Hashra Bacha with you. Oh, My me. son. <laughs>